I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Official Charts Take the Hit, a podcast where we get to know music stars a little better as they face questions themed around the UK's best-selling singles of all time. This week's episode, I'm very excited to say, is a 90s boy band special. Joining us are Scott Robinson from Five, Mark Reed from A1, Jimmy Constable from 911, and Raz Bromfield from Damage. Now, I grew up listening to and loving these groups, so it was very surreal to be sat in a room with them. But the reason they're together is that they've announced 30 plus shows across the UK in February and March 2020. The tour is called Boys Are Back, and the tickets are on sale now. Each group definitely has their own kind of signature hits, but collectively, they've racked up 42 top 40s on the official singles chart, including six number ones, and notched up more than 10 million record sales in the UK alone. I sat down with the guys to talk about the tour, all the hits back in the day, and how they handled life at the very peak of their fame. Let's have a listen. Guys, hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. It is bright and early, isn't it? It is, and it's a Monday. Yeah. It's about the bright, though, unfortunately. Thank you all for being here at this boy band summit that we've called. Changed the world. It's a bit scary when you add the ages up in it from that long ago. (laughs) We don't want to go there. Mm. We're gonna. You pick the best members from the boy. Exactly. We're gonna make. We're gonna make boy bands great again. Exactly. Well, good. (laughs) Just so everyone knows who everyone is, can you all introduce yourselves? Absolutely. My name is Russ from Damage. I'm Scott from Five. I'm Jimmy from 911. I'm Mark from A1. Excellent. Oh, you're all well practiced. Well done. 25 years ago. <laughs> Mark kind of went in with the Batman, like, Mark from A1. Oh, yeah. I'm Scott Morrison from Boy Band Five. I like it. Blockbuster announcement. Love that. Um, I have a lot of questions for you guys. Good. Um, go for it. We have to stick to the rules of Take the Head. But just to quickly explain, just so you're all. Fully aware. I'm going to ask you a series of questions themed around the UK's best-selling singles of all time. We'll be in there a few times. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm looking into where you all land. <laughs> Those questions decided at random, and uh, that's our topic of discussion. Okay, cool. Are we all clear? Absolutely. Ready to go. Right. Yes. Right, I'm going to get you to do the first number. If that's all right. Yep, that's fine. Oh, look at this! It's number twenty. So, the 20th best-selling single of all time in the UK yep. is John Lennon, Imagine. Right. Okay. Uh, 20? Yeah, 20th best-selling. Really? Wow. wow, I thought it would be more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not more. What yeah. an absolute great song. Wow. Great great song. Fantastic song. I think yeah, it would always fare higher in like the most popular songs of all time. Yeah. I think it's usually around the top five, but I suppose with sales and stuff. Um, yeah, but it's a bit surprising. Yeah. yeah, it was number one in, well, 1975. Well, no, it was number one in 1980 for four mm-hmm. weeks. But originally it was number six in 1975. Wow. Did it wow, okay, reach out again what, after he died? After he died, yeah. yeah. You always remember where you were when you saw that because it was completely different to what was happening mm-hmm. in the charts at the time. Yeah. Different kind of music, different kind of 
video, a different kind of, you know, the way music was made. Yeah. Um, so I always found when you hear that song, it was one of those where you remember where you were, or how at least how old you were when you first heard it. Definitely, especially when you went, well, after his death. Sure, that's faulty. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get, get up all you want then, same. Were you I'll be back again, Jim. Yeah, we're back in the room. It's yeah. so much fun doing promo with Jim. He loves it. Love the band, Jim. <laughs> so my question based on this is, it's a really simple one. You're all touring, massive 30 dates, isn't it, around the UK? It's more than that. Is it yeah. more yeah. now? It's, it's got that much traction, we've added more dates. Oh my God. Yeah, well, no, it's, we're really I'm exhausted excited. looking at the dates. Mm. We're really excited about it. It's, yeah. uh, you know, we've been trying to do, you know, tours, you know, with different bands or, you know, it's never quite worked. You know, you get, you get one and you go, oh, they can't do it. And it's, it's so nice that this one's finally come off. Yeah. And, uh, you know, really excited to sort of go on tour. And, it's a great ticket. I'm not being funny. We're getting a, a lot of great songs from from some really good bands. So yeah, it's exciting. A lot of like thirty-five dates. Yeah, yeah so thirty-seven, I think it is now. Nice. I should mention as well. You're you're touring with your respective bands. You're not you're not clubbed together as a group. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not like a super group. Well, mm. there could be a super group performance moment. We if you we, want we haven't talked about that yet, but maybe that would be really pretty massive. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> saying. I was I done an interview the other day, and I was saying that you'd actually. We we haven't done any rehearsals or anything like that anyway yet, but. There is something in that, doing something at some point we're all on stage together. And, mm. and as I said, like, there's so many good songs out there from all the bands that, you know, why would I not want to go on stage and, and sing a part of someone else's song that's really, yeah. really cool songs? It, it's a, I think it's a nice idea, mm. something that um, we could look at. Or we could do Imagine, John Legend. Yeah, well, exactly. Which apparently is like 20 in the whole um, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see what we did there. Good pop knowledge well, there. Round, <laughs> Um, so yeah, my question is simple really, it's like, did you guys imagine that this is... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Did you imagine that, that this is the kind of, what you'd be doing, 20, it's about 20 years-ish since you all... Yeah, kind of, at least, yeah. Yeah. Did How, I, well, did, no. No, I didn't. My answer, did you uh, think, being Scott from Five, yeah. is no, because I didn't ever think that there would be a point where I'd be this age doing what we're doing. Um, but I love it. I think it's incredible that we that we can, and I think in many ways appreciate it even more now. I think when we was younger, you didn't quite appreciate what you had and what you what you had done. And you look back at it and you go, "Wow, we achieved that. That's incredible." And that's you know speaking for all of the bands, you know, we all achieved so much and didn't. And I think I'd say didn't realise because we're too young, we're beyond the years to appreciate it. And now it's like second chance, and it's uh, and you just grab it at both both hands and go right where's it going to take me and it's we're doing all right I think a lot of a lot of it's laid back more now as well because obviously in the old days everybody with their labels and you know there was so much pressure to kind of be in in certain places do certain things at the times whereas now you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do but the good thing is you know like Scott said is that you know it's one of those things where you always talk about it whenever you're doing gigs and and we all meet each other on the road every now and then Mm. and you kind of go why doesn't somebody do like a smash hits kind of thing where everybody used to be together and do all the hits in one night. So everybody that, you know, came might not necessarily be fans of, you know, one band in particular, might be fans of all, of everybody, but just want to go out and have a good night. Especially now, because you notice that a lot of, especially a lot of the women, they, they just want a women's night. So they go out, they, 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 you know, they go to a few bars, have a few drinks, and they go, right, let's go and relive what it was like when we were 16, 17, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and to, to hear that many hits in one night, from all their bands, you know. I mean, it's just it's just surprising that it hasn't been done before. 
I'm going to it. I've got to perform it. I want to go to it. It's a good gig. Yeah. Well, when, when we all started out, there were so many things like that. We had, as, as Scott said, we had the Smash It's tour. We had yeah. various other things, Disney Channel, all that kind of stuff. But I don't really know what there is like that now. So mm. as, as, as you say, the only chance people can get to see that kind of um, combination of bands all together on the same stage is, is at this tour. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the hits, Jimmy, lots of hits to perform. There's... 42 top 40 singles really? in your account. Is. No, and stop it. And it's really evenly split as well. Wow, between, 42. Yes, yeah, six, six number ones. It's not bad for a ticket though, is it? It's not bad, bad at all. Show. So I'm expecting a 42 song set list, right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is the yeah, thing. Yeah, I think so. I think, I, I, yeah, How long's the show? I think that's what you're getting. Yeah. Or, or somewhere near that. Couple the thing of, is, we have no idea how the show is going to be laid out mm-hmm. or, or anything like that. So we don't it's know. It's still early. Yeah, well, it's early. Yeah, yeah, we, we, very much so. We're doing the promo for it now. It's next year. I mean, this mm-hmm. is start February, March. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a long time before we start to think about yeah. what songs. I mean, we, we all know roughly what songs we're going to sing purely on the basis that you sing your biggest hits and mm, and, yeah. uh, and then you go from there and then chuck in a couple of medleys. And yeah, and it's also based on time as well, isn't it? Because at the minute they haven't told us how, how long you get. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, 40, yeah, 42 songs is like, that's a, that's a lot. Seven hours. Hang on, wait, let's divide that between four bands. Someone's going to do it, man. So 42 divided by four. Ten and a bit. That, no chance. <laughs> we are not doing five are not doing ten songs how, great, now. how good are you get to like <laughs> you get to pick what you want really then oh, yeah. Yeah. how nice yeah. that you've got a bit of a selection mm-hmm. options mm-hmm. rather than like we've only got these only mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't beat a good medley you know exactly. cramming a few and a mega mix and I think that I think the mashup's a good idea as well yeah. right? mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe we Although, can see we're talking about it now and we're all like yeah that sounds good you're definitely going to get resistance from different members of different bands without a doubt <laughs> really? gonna, I don't think gonna you get, get any from us I'd be like let's just I, get I, out I think you're going to get you're going to get people going like Sean just Sean like, no no Sean <laughs> not sure about no, that one no no it's not, I think I'm I, not singing get our romance <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I think it would work if we actually did a song perhaps just that wasn't one of ours or just a song that everybody yeah, sings yeah. together or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that you know yeah. was anyone here or you know not in the room reluctant to, to do to sign up for this tour no I've got well, one I know of absolutely no, not I'm I'm not. to be honest when we, as I said, there's been other tours that we've been offered that are different, and you go, mm, I'm not sure I see that dynamic, mm. and it's not mentioning any other bands, but this one in particular was a very easy yes for us, because you looked at the, looked at the songs, first and foremost, brilliant songs, yeah. um, all the bands had massive success, it wasn't like, you, you don't feel like you're one band's carrying this, and it, it was, it's a very good collective of great <laughs> pop music, so very easy to say yes to, yeah. And we did a big reunion tour as well, yeah. Together, so yeah, we saw how strong everybody was. I mean, that was such, such an exciting show, seeing everybody set and stuff. So I, definitely, I, we feel the same. As soon as we saw this lineup, it was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That big reunion show was massive, mm, and you guys all tour, you perform constantly anyway. So it's almost just more economical for you all to join together, right? Makes loads of loads sense. Of sense. Yeah. We could Absolutely. do a Ed Sheeran with this and tour for at least two years around the world. What are you saying, boys? Yeah, yeah, European. <laughs> where, do I, where do I sign? As long as I can take the kids with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
that that changes the dynamic as well. Of course, like family and mm. stuff. I mean, the only member of our band that's got kids now is Paul, who's recently rejoined the band because for fifteen plus years oh. we we didn't have anything to do with Paul. So now yeah. he's actually back in the fold. I, I think I remember we did a gig with you guys, uh, Scott, and and you said we saw Paul doing all of the A one hits. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we were thinking, why don't you just join A one? And the actually yeah. timing has worked out that he's joined the band. But he's got two little kids now, two little girls. So it's gonna be a big family. And that, that's what we was, we're saying now. Is it's so nice that we're we're all doing it because we want to, not because mm. we have to. Mm. So it's not like we're going, oh God, we need to do this. It's something that we want to do. We've all got families, we've all got um, you know responsibilities at home and stuff like that. And yeah. it's going to be such a nice thing to to have the kids come along and you know and, and they can enjoy what you know daddy does and. You know, the wives will be drinking. I've already got the picture. The wives will be drinking Prosecco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guys will be drinking rum and beer. Yeah, nice. And at some point during the night, we'll say hello to them. And then we'll have a, you know, and we'll go on stage. And then you've got to alternate. Who's kids. going to check on the kids? <laughs> no, it's your turn. Because I'm at the bar. Yeah, yeah, we'll be at the bar. It's, it's going like to be a messy talk. It is going to be. It sounds chaotic in a good way. It's going to be great. Uh, shall we go again? Yeah. yeah. Right, Scott, it's your turn. Okay. <clears throat> That's got to be a fix. That number's got to be a fix. I mean, can, I'm Scott from Five, and this is number five. <laughs> the fifth best-selling single of all time in the UK is John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. You're the one that I want. Ooh, wow! Wow! wow. Mm. Number one for nine weeks in 1978. I can tell you that was actually number one when I was born. It's giving me age away now. Wow! There you go. Uh, it sold 2.1 million copies. My question, based on this song, is. So you're the one that I want. So, if you could each steal a song from each other's mm. catalogues, what would it be, if any? Oh, I like this question. Oh, I've got, got it already. Do I'm done. I've got mine. Yeah. Can All it right. be one from each band rather than just picking one band? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll go first. I mean, um, I would have to say "Forever" from you guys because that's such a beautiful song, lovely song. Always enjoyed okay. that. Okay. Um, when the lights go out. Second heard that song, quality pop song. <laughs> okay, is oh, there a bit of history here? Oh, sorry. Okay, I'm bringing out the bad feeling. No, carry on. Um, and of course, body shaking. Just even though we could never do it like you guys, we can never do the moves <laughs> like you We can't do it did. anymore. <laughs> but that's... Oh, that's setting the torch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what, what was um, <laughs> Abs' line? Like a rabid monkey? <laughs> on, yeah. on, on, on Big Reunion. But uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. So yeah, that's for me. I mean, uh, when the lights, I mean, when, when you, I mean, of course, um, um, feeling, what was the, the big one? Keep on moving, fantastic song as well. But the first for me that really stood out was uh, when the lights, that was a great change. Mm. So what's the history here? <laughs> so go on, you might go on, go on. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go second then, and I'll leave that to last. Um, for me, Damage have got so many good songs. Mainly because of my, I, I like all the old school soul yeah. R&B mm. stuff anyway. Um, You're a proper soul head, you yeah, are. Yeah, for real. yeah. But I think probably Ghetto Romance, just because it's like, the production's obviously a lot more modern than it's now, mm. kind of got that kind of bass beat that is just oh, like, I... unbelievable. Um, every time, every time you hear it, it's just amazing. Um, yeah. A1, probably, I quite like the, we had a song called Love Sensation, which was kind of the summer tune. So, and I, and I kind of liked the, the vibe that when it was then um, caught in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But it was like one of those things where 
it was kind of different in the way that you you were doing your pop, mm. people were doing their R and B, and people were doing kind of the summer songs. So for us, when we did Love Sensation, that was a great summer song. So I think Caught in the Middle, I think for A One was mm. was a great pop track. And then we get on to five. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they got a song called When the Lights Go Out. Oh, big song. When we when we start, yeah, it's a big song. Thanks for that. Uh, when we started, um, we uh, so we, we kind of wrote with a guy called John McLaughlin, who wrote Body Shaking, and basically we he came to us and went right. I've got the second Body Shaking. It's called When the Lights Go Out. So we were like, okay. So played it, and we were like, yep, yeah, I love that. And then they took it to our management and our record company, and they turned it down basically. And then Why? obviously, Why? God knows. And I just want to both labels and yeah. five. And then five turned up, and then. They came up with this song, suddenly turned up, and it was like when the let's go out, massive hit. Mm. It was slightly different, though, wasn't it? The, the, so the song got <coughs> different the chorus, version, yeah, yeah. The chorus was there, right. um, so it, it kind of evolved into mm. into when the lights go. But it was I remember obviously known Jim for years. I remember him every time. He did, I don't think we've ever had a conversation where he doesn't go bloody when the lights go out. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got he's got the unk about when not the bitter about it at all. No. But, but you know. He, it's a Jimmy. fantastic it, it song. Only went, it only was in the top uh, 24, um, 24 weeks in, in uh, America. So it wasn't massive. <laughs> wasn't, it, I, think it went wow. number, I think it went to number nine after 24 weeks. So, so what, did it get, what, what was it in the UK? Uh, number two. Two? Yeah. See, if we'd have done it, <laughs> it'd have been number it'd one, wouldn't it? would have been number seven. Number one? <laughs> it would have been number seven. <laughs> All right, now, we, we were talking earlier about a song that people can join up and do. Well, there you go. Here's your song. There it is. There you are. Number one. Tell Jimmy to go body shaking down the road. <laughs> I do think though, 911 can claim more top 40s overall than anyone. I, mean, I, I didn't want to put it out there, but you know, you know, it speaks yeah. for itself. I mean, if we're going to start doing that, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> if we're going to start doing that, we're going to have to start talking oh, units, and then oh, everyone, oh, might, yeah. everyone might as well just walk yeah. out the door. Oh, we are, are going to get onto that. Right, okay. <laughs> I, need, I need the rest of these answers. Um, okay. Right, okay. So um, I'm going to go uh, with a one. I think um, it, it's caught in the middle. It's, a, it's an absolute tune. Um, I actually really like the song, so that one is one that we'd definitely like to do. Um, oh, 911. It would probably be have to be body shaking because mm. it's a it is a tune. Mm. But we just changed that dance routine. <laughs> yeah. For you guys, because you do you do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, wow. you're gonna have to change change those routines. <laughs> I mean. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't, spin, would, would I don't spin on my head because I'm, you know, a bit older now. But um, I've got a bit of decorum. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, it would be, it's, a, it's a great song. Um, it is a great song. Um, and um, now, damage. Now, ha oh, damage got so many. Yeah. So many. I'll be careful now because I've, I've seen some of your interviews. Listen, and, uh, and I've heard everybody you jumping on stage with us singing a couple yes, of songs. Yes, so, uh, it's, it's going to happen. So get over it. <laughs> right. I'm going to have a few rums and I'm, I'm coming on. <laughs> but I've got to ask you a question. Can you yeah. do me a favour? Can you say the word kind for me now? Just say kind. It. Say it again. Kind. One more. Kind. Right. So why in your song you go? Nobody can change my mind. You're one of a kind. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so within within R and B and soul, yeah. and stuff you like don't that, have to say the word. No. You don't have to finish your word, no. Okay, it's as simple as that. Technique, it so, it's, it's technique yeah, so it would it would actually probably be forever. And what is called is a it's a throwaway. I know. Yeah. We do it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, that's the tune. Forever. Okay. Yeah, forever. He's, I just love it. But um, the one I'm going to be singing with them is... <laughs> 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 okay. Love to love. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a tune. Oh, yeah. It was Get a Romance last week. Yeah, no, it's a tune. Yeah. Okay. You guys, you guys. I mean, I could say Get a Romance as well because it's that good. But um, although I, na- I renamed it for the tour, didn't I? Did you get told? No. Get a Romance. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, liking that. Okay. That could work. That could work. <laughs> I'm sensing oh. a note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a little bit. You know, when we all get in the room together, all the bands together and stuff like that, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some form of magic flying around where we, you know, we discuss what we can actually do as a finale or, or as an encore mm. or something. We've got to yeah. do something. Yeah, something's got to yeah. yeah. do something for sure. Um, all right, so songs for me. Everyone's picked my songs, apart from five, um, Slam Dunk the Funk. Oh, oh. finally. Mm-hmm. All right, well done. That's, that, woof. When I heard that, I remember when I first heard it and I saw the video as well. I was big into my basketball as well. Do you know what I mean? All of my friends are basketball players. Um, no, it was, why? Give me, I want the song. Like, you know, <laughs> it's a good song. Great song, man. Um, again, with number one, Body Shaking, it was the dance routines. Mm. You know, back in the day, we was all about our dancing as well. So we saw you guys and it was like, what, wait, that's, supposed to be us yeah. <laughs> you know so it was all about the dance routine um a1 it was caught in the middle big tune but you've seen us when you look sing um take on me it's a problem it's an absolute <laughs> problem we're on the side singing it like it's our song yeah once again it's you everyone's know? song isn't it you know, it's great yeah. um, but caught in the middle is a fantastic song but for us i think take on me is just you know mm. you did a fantastic version of it and it, it's one of the songs that we will just say, yeah, we'll we'll jump on stage for you and, and sing back up and do a little nice. routine for you as well. There's going to be a lot of uh, jumping on stage. Is, so, you know, is Ben bringing his tambourine with him? He better. Well, actually, he usually forgets. I've got a tambourine back up. But now, but now Paul, Paul's back in the band, so there's a little bit of like, you know, a fight over who's, who's playing the tambourine. How's things now? I'll tell you what, it's really strange because... Um, well, you know yourself when you have somebody come back in the band and, and it changes the dynamic because you get used to things being a certain way. I mean, we've been a free, we've been a three piece now for longer than we were actually yeah. together as yeah. a band. So we were all very nervous about it, but actually he's in a good place in his life and the dynamic's been brilliant. Amazing. It's just taken us right, right back to the yeah. beginning and he's worked really hard. He's got himself in shape and, you know, it's just the right time. Like when we were asked to do the, the big reunion, the show, Paul flatly said, no, I don't want to do this. I'm not mm-hmm. interested in slinging mud and all that kind of stuff at each other, which was actually the right thing to do. Um, you know, but, but he's, he's in a good place now and yeah. Looking good. As a very quick round table, do you, each of you know your band's best-selling single? Oh, the shoes. Probably. I'm going to start with you, Mark. Yes. <clears throat> best-selling single. Wow. Um, some of the earlier singles, even though they weren't as big, they actually sold more. So I, I would, I would say something like every time, but just for the longevity, I'm going to go quite in the middle. But I think it might be every time. But I'll go quite cool. in the middle. It's take on me. No, I, I, I would have said it would take on me. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's what I would have said. Okay. Followed by Court in the Middle. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's on Born in 2000. Hell mm. oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Jimmy? Well, obviously, a fan favourite's obviously Body Shaking, but. Yes. I'm going to go with, as it was number one, probably a little bit more. It's really close, but it is Body Shaking. Is it? It's the best seller. A little bit more second. Followed by a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Let's go. It would keep on moving. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
And okay, so okay. for us, um, oh, that's a hard one, you. Yeah, um, this one surprised me. It did. Yeah. I'm gonna go with forever. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I mm-hmm. said that. Because you would think, you know, one for tonight, but not forever. Just sold packets. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember once. I can't remember the exact figures, but it was something ridiculous. We, uh, we, the record company released one of our songs when the Titanic song was out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what? You're not gonna beat it. You're not gonna beat it. I think we sold two hundred and fifty thousand copies in one week and went to number three. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the same with Hero, but Enrique, and I think we were on the same label, and, and I said, look, we can't release the same week as Hero, and this was with Caught in the Middle, and that was the biggest hit. Hero. So, yeah, that, and, um, and we knew that we weren't gonna touch that, but we were number two for two, three weeks, and the thing is, is that would have been our biggest hit any other yeah. time, but yeah. it's just the way it goes, you know? Mm. Shall we go again? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Who's turning it, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my age. 128. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get that in before Scott does. Uh, going down the list a bit, it's a bit of a deeper, yeah. deeper cut. It's Eminem, Lose Yourself. Oh. Number one okay. for one week in mm-hmm. December 2012. Mm-hmm. 1.1 million copies sold. Nice. Right. Uh, my question based on this is, Kind of how fame changed your lives at the time. So you've already kind of touched on this, where you said you almost don't appreciate it at the time because you're so busy. Mm. Did you all find yourselves getting like very wrapped up in fame at that moment? And how did you all deal with it? Ooh, mm. good um, question. Who's going to start? I'll start. Rush from damage. Um, I, I didn't get wrapped up in it. And the reason being is because we came, all of the band came from um, very kind of like stern homes where if you felt like you can walk in the house with a big head that would get popped straight away right. so I mean like um, at that particular time we was all 16 17 Jade I think might have been about 15 uh, maybe even 14 but you know you go home you still got chores to do mm. do you know what I mean you go home and you know if you haven't washed the dishes or, or cleaned your room doesn't matter where you are in the charts. Mum's telling you to go to your room, yeah, and look under the bread bed and take out all the plates, yeah, <laughs> wash them up, hoover your bedroom, yeah, and put your smelly drawers in the in the in the, in the washing machine. You know what I mean? So yeah, we 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 had a, a solid foundation growing up. So it didn't really hit us until I guess when we started touring. Maybe when we toured with Mariah Carey, that it was just like, wow, this is this is quite something but even still we you know we was already quite grounded by then so no oh good solid solid mm. solid parenting yeah absolutely um so for me it's similar but not not with the parents so basically i um for me personally in the band i was i didn't let myself buy into the fact of of being big-headed because i just i just didn't get it i always wanted to be i knew i was being successful and i was doing well and i, I was really happy with 
my life choices, but I'd go home, and I mean, I, I've been married now for, been married for, since 2001. I've been with my wife all the way through, so my girlfriend in the band was my, with my wife right. now. Mm. So she kept me grounded, like so grounded, and uh, yeah, the kids quite, you know, before I left the band, I had my first ball, who's now 18 years old. Um, so that kept me grounded, and, and just, and I think just having, you know, solid family unit, as, uh, you know, as I said, like, Mum and Dad were always like, you know, don't get too carried away. And it, it would have been very, very easy to, you know, think, oh, right, okay, just get the penthouse in, in London and, you know, let's, you know, live it like that. But you get sucked yeah, in. You get sucked in. And, I, and I've seen people do it. And yeah. I've seen very close people do it as well, like people that I know very well. And, you know, and it's no life. So basically, it's very, very, it's, it's good to be humble. It's good to, to literally be that person that, that can appreciate what, what they've got and, and don't move, but also just a normal, I'm just a normal lad. I still live in the same town that I grew up in. Okay, my house is, in my house is nice and I've got a nice car or whatever, but my friends are still my friends mm -hmm. and I still play, you know, Wednesday night football, you know, with, with my pals, yeah. go down the local boozer, drink a beer. Yeah, and you worked hard for it. Yeah. I see, I thought growing up, I thought five were the ones getting, Getting all the drinks in, doing that, <laughs> doing the yeah, party. That's definitely what I thought. Yeah, Ab's got, yeah. Yeah, yeah, got completely something. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he done the, the old penthouse and mm. the, the, the drink, the drugs and all that. And, you know, he, and he, to be honest, he, he hasn't done him any favours. Mm. So. Um, I think a lot, like Scott, I think a lot of it is, is attitude as well. When you go into this business, you realise, you can either see, you know, the business is either you see it as the glamour and all the rest of it or you can kind of go it is a business at the end of the day and whether or not you, you make it work for yourself yeah. um, the difference with us was we were so myself and Spike were friends before anyway we used to do a, uh, a TV show called Hitman and Hair which is way back um, and then we kind of auditioned Lee but it was one of those where we were just getting turned down everywhere from from anybody that we approached, and even when we released our first single, we had to do it on our. We had to bring a finance guy in to release it because the labels just weren't interested. Um, right. And then we kind of got to a situation where, because the single that that we released went straight in at number eleven midweek was unheard of because we had no label, no magazines, no PR or anything. So because of that, it kept us grounded in a way that, we, that every turn that we made, we were always being turned down. Um, and even when, eventually, when the labels kind of came on board and, you know, it started like a, a bidding war. But then even when we got a deal, it was like, well, we don't know if this is going to end next week. Yeah. So it was more about, for us, it was just a case of, well, we know we've got a four-album deal, but at any time they could just go, well, it's just not working, so they'll just pay you off and that's that. So every single for us was always one of those where we just go, well, let's promote this single. If it all ends next week, we've had a great time. You know, we, we've just done a, a couple of flights to Europe and that's that. Yeah. So I think it is really just about attitude in this business to realize that it is just a business. Uh, you can, you obviously, you can enjoy it. You can, I'm sure a lot of people think that flying around the world on planes is glamorous and stuff, but everyone here will tell you that it's, it, there's a lot of pressure, there's a lot of stress. <laughs> it's exhausting, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> So for me, I think personally, it's just down to your attitude within the business, really. Because you, you were all initially operating in a time where it was like, if a single didn't do well, like fans were like, oh my God, this group could be like at risk of yeah, yeah. not releasing another single. Yeah. I remember that period. But did, did someone kind of sit you down and say, this is what happens when no, no, no. 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 Generally, in all areas, you, you didn't really get a lot of 
kind of training in that sense and, and, and nobody really sort of prepares you for what's going to happen you just get so it all happens so fast and you're just totally caught up in that whirlwind of it all you know as Scott said at the start you don't get a chance to appreciate it all first time around because you just don't stop but um, I, there was only a couple of times where we actually had media training where certain things happened and we really needed some guidance but right. other than that you just kind of learn as you go and similar to the guys I had very sort of grounded family upbringing so and uh, three of us in the band all grew up in a very musical family so we'd kind of been doing it from a very young age anyway uh, like Christian in the band from Norway his, his dad is like a big star over there so right. it was kind of just a, a given that he would, would be doing this and, and so I think you know, and, and I think I, it's just always what I wanted to do and always what we wanted to do. So kind of it was just, I mean, for me, I've been playing in bands since I was like 11. So it's just kind of a continuation. And, and you're always sort of thinking about the next single and, you know, the pressure of, OK, we've just had a you know top five here or a number one. What about the next one? And you just don't get a chance to kind of stop and take it all in. So. Yeah, but, um, I actually get to do it now. Sorry? How nice you get to do it now. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, going back to what we were talking about earlier, never, ever would have imagined that I would still, we'd still be together as, you know, all these bands talking about things that we did 20 years ago. So we just every single day just really appreciate the fact that we're still doing this. I mean, you know, to still be in a boy band at age 40 is just hilarious. Man band. Man band. Man band. Yeah. yeah. And when a band decides to call it a day or a hiatus or split, does life, does life literally just change in an instant? Or? Well, so I've got a weird one for that, a weird answer for that. So we, we didn't, we, we imploded. Like we, like we were number one with Let's Dance at the time and I was having a breakdown, like I wasn't well. Right. And I was like, no, I can't do it anymore. My, my son had just been born, he was two months old, he was, he was born premature. He was in an incubator, wasn't breathing himself properly, and they're trying to get me to uh, to go on top of the pops. And I said, I don't care about top of the pops. I said, I'm going to be at the hospital with my son. Yeah. And um, and so when we broke up, we broke up on the 27th of September 2001. I got married on the 28th. Really? So my so what happened was it was the end of one life and the start of a new a new one. Yeah. So it was something. To, so and and that's all told me what I'd done, so I didn't have time to dwell on it or worry about it. I got married and I was a dad and I just lived my life and it was fantastic. So it was, it was that, and it's that now that has gone full circle now. My kids can now watch me on stage doing what I used to do and what I now have been doing. And since we've been we've not, we've not stopped. We just gig after gig after gig and it's incredible. And that's like the pinch yourself moment. You go, right, be given this opportunity I appreciate it every day I wake up and go, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. I'm 40 this year, you should say, you know, would I have said I'd be in a boy band now? No, but I'm, I'm enjoying it now. Well, I'm enjoying it now, I didn't before. Right. Yeah, I, I love every second of it now. I'm good. Yeah, mm. It's great. I know we're pressed for time. Can I do one more really yeah, quick? One absolutely. more, it's, it's a quick question. So. Sure. <clears throat> Hundred eighteen. So hundred eighteen is take that. Oh, okay. Back That's for good. Oh, back June. for good. June. Wow. Okay. June. Number one for four weeks in nineteen ninety five. Fantastic. One point one two million copies sold. Obviously, you, as you said, you've been back. You, you've been touring and mm. together, just in a different capacity now for a while, right? With each group. Mm. So, uh, any new music? Is anyone re into the idea of recording new music? 
Um, well, absolutely. I mean, as a band, we're we're, we're uh, working on a new album at the moment, and um, we're in the middle of a writing. We just did a writing week over in Norway. Got a lot of great songs. And that was the thing. That's the first time we'd written together as a four piece. Because one of the things that sort of started the band sort of falling apart was you know, disagreements when writing. It's very hard to have four guys in the room writing together and everybody's got such different ideas, such different personalities. Because yeah. nobody's right, nobody's wrong, but actually kind of getting on the same page to make a whole album is, is pretty, it's, it's harder than you think. So, I mean, even though you hear a lot of songs these days, have got like eight writers on them, and mm-hmm. even more and stuff. But, but yeah, so we're writing together again and hoping to put something out next year. A lot of it nowadays, it's about having the, you know, if you don't have massive label support, like back in the day, we'd have... You know, obviously this big machine happening and where they could say, you know, we've got Beyonce, so we want you to play A1. So you've kind of got, you know, that, that bargaining power behind you. But when you're independent, as we are now, you've got to think of other ways to get music out there. So Waiting for Daylight was my favourite album that we ever did, yet not many people have heard it. That's cool. Anyone else? New music? Um, it's... Oh, no. It's a weird... It's a weird one because... We've done. We we went to Sweden a couple of years ago, and we um, we we wrote some new songs for us, not for anyone else. It was just should we go into the studio and just have a laugh? And we wrote some really cool songs. And, and, and Joe, you know what? I, I will say that they're, they're really good songs. We're never going to release them, and and that Why? sounds mental. We've we, they're there mm-hmm. because we've done it. It's, it's different. It's like for us, we think that at the moment people. People want to hear what we've done. Not they don't want to hear new stuff. In our opinion, at the moment, so we're kind of going right. If we release these songs, who are we doing it for? Are we doing it for ourselves, or are we doing it for the fans? Yeah. Um, and at the moment, we're thinking maybe it's better that they hear the they hear the hits, and we know they're good. We know that they are, and never say never. But I just can't see it. I can't see it. It's like, you know when you do, um, it's like if five went on and we done Keep On Moving and then we said, right, here's a new one. What's going to go down better? Keep yeah. On Moving. Yeah, yeah. And even though the new one could be as good or better, they don't know it. So there's a lull in the show at that point. You know, so we go, no, let's give them the hits. Bang, 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 bang. See you later. Back in the bar. Yeah. I quite like the way All Saints do it because they, they are putting out albums but they only incorporate maybe one new song mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. set list. Yeah, yeah so, so it's something that, as I say, that, you know, we wanted to know if we could still write and if we could still do it, and yeah. it, it, it worked. It was really good. But um, no, they're just on my phone. Nice. I think touching on what, what Scott said, it's really down to a case of whether, if you don't have the machine, behind you anymore yeah it's one of those where well what's the point because if you're going to go and do your hits and then you know you do a new song they're like well they, we paid a ticket to come and we want to hear yeah what it was like back in the day so the, if you've got a machine behind it that's great if you haven't then you're going to struggle just to get it out there um we did we did a new album a few years ago after after the uh, the big reunion um we have talked about it because next year when we do the tour is 25 year anniversary for us 25 um, years so we're kind of, you know, it's it's in the mix. We're, we're kind of obviously talking to some people. And we, we, when we did the last album two, three years ago, there's still a hell of a lot of songs left that, right. that we did. So there's a possibility of doing, going in and back into the studio, doing more, collecting them all back together and going, right, okay, do we do this, celebrate 25 years? I guess like, didn't Boyzone do that recently? Yeah. 25 yeah. year yeah. thing. So 
it's kind of expected if you like uh, it might not particularly be a full album we might just do like a couple of remixes <laughs> and then throw some new stuff on there so possibly don't know at the minute that means okay. the, the now and forever talk <laughs> <laughs> alright so we we did exactly what everyone else done here we went we did a writing week um, and we came out with some absolute bangers just like yourself Scott but you would never hear them Right. You would never hear them. We even went a step further and did a video. You would never see that video. Yeah, I even tried to get the boys to look, just as a little throwback, let's just throw it out there. It's a great video. The song's all right, do you know what I mean? But the song wasn't necessarily meant for chart success. It was just yeah. meant for hype, publicity, mm. blah, blah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it, it... You're going to play it to me later, right? Maybe. Well, I think on tour we're going to hear all yeah, this. Yeah. I, don't, I don't actually have that on my phone, but um, but I think when we're on tour we we will share a lot of those kind of things. But no, we've got a, a catalogue of you know new songs that probably will not hear the light of day. Just like Scott said, Boom. we've got a song that that was a hit, but it wasn't a massive hit that we hate. It's right. called Yes. I wanna let you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's shit. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's rubbish, right? We don't like it, and they don't like it. So when we, and every now and again, you know, when you do like a big, like you say, they say, oh, can you do an hour? We go, an hour? How much you paid me for this hour? And and you go, and I sit there, and the boy, I, I'm the one that organises the music, right? So I go to the boys. You have to put it in. Don't want to let it yeah. go. We've got we to go in, boys. We've got to go in. While, while we're on this subject, because yeah. I have this conversation with my lads from the band, is there a, is there a song from your guys that you don't like doing? Yes. Yeah. What song is it for you? And I don't even like Try and guess, because we never do it. We never do it. Rumours. Oh, okay. Rumors, we hardly ever do it. Is it because you all hate it, or is it just yeah, because it's all the time? Yes, for obviously, like, was a big tune for us, a big ballad that mm. that we don't we don't do. And it's, it was a big success song, mm. and it was a different song for Five. Obviously, it was more singing, not rapping, and blah blah. But you you'll watch a show, you'll, you'll see it not a lot. Yeah, right. You so we we put rumors in. But it's a completely different version. It's really? completely oh, changed, yeah. and we've had to revamp it so that we enjoy it. You know, yeah, so yeah. where we can do away with it, we do away with it. But when we do put it in, it's a, it's a different version. You know, people might not even recognise it. For us, it's a song called No More, which was one of our latest singles. We shot the video in Singapore. It was a really cool video, but um, it was one of the songs we didn't write. And I don't know, we just didn't have any kind of connection to it. And uh, there was a lot of politics getting it on the album and at the time. And, and uh, But it was a, it was a top six. So, um, But doing it in the sets now, as, as you say, when you have a longer show, mm-hmm. it just means that we have to learn the dance routine again. And, and it just doesn't fit in with the set. And I don't really know if the fans like it that much. It doesn't. It goes down over. Okay. It's got to be a vibe thing. Yeah, I, look, yeah. I look at the I look at the crowd when I'm singing. Keep on moving. If you get down, when the lights go, I'm looking up. Yeah, you can see them buzzing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buzzing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I'm going, go on and let you go. I don't even understand why we had to do that bit louder. Why did we have to go? Go on and let you go. We just want to let you go. It's shit. Some producers. The producers have these funny ideas. I don't like it. So I don't like it. It's not getting. We're not doing it on the tour. Fair enough. You heard it here first. Heard it first. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for playing. Take the hit. Sorry. Good. Good game. Ah, thanks, guys. I loved how much camaraderie there is between them. 
I guess there aren't many people who have been through the whirlwind of fame in the way that they have. And it was great to see how much they support each other. If you enjoyed this episode, then please give us a rating and review if you can, as it helps others to discover the show. And remember, you can keep up with the UK's weekly official singles and albums charts, as heard on BBC Radio 1, plus loads more news and features on officialcharts.com.